Hi guys, I'm James. I'm Chloe, and you're listening to Chloe vs. Hollywood. I think we're, we're we're sort of back, aren't we? We're back, like we never left. We yeah. never left. New, new new season, same new season, same terrible attitude. terrible quality. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and they're probably going, oh my god, season three, really? Has anyone listened to season one and two? Yeah. And we... the answer to that is no. Maybe. Um, Possibly. <laughs> Some people did. Yeah, yeah, actually, to be More fair. More people than you might think, Yeah, actually. we actually were quite shocked and pleasantly surprised by this show, actually. By how popular we are. Yeah, this and show was everyone loves more us. popular than we were actually expecting, considering we only did, like, four episodes for the first season. Yeah. <laughs> like, we had, you know, we had, like, 33 l- listens as of the- this current time. I feel like, for most podcasts, that is not a lot. It's not, but given we only did four episodes, I feel like that's not bad. That's not bad, yeah. And it hasn't been that long either. No. I So I was actually pretty happy with that. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. So what we, are we, we talking about today, my love? Uh, well, I think this is one that's close to your heart, isn't it? A bit, I think, this one. Yeah. This is The Hobbit. And I suppose, like, Lord of the Rings sort of mythology. We might, might go into a bit as, um, as well, the the TV show. Uh, yeah, but we, I didn't actually finish that. No, but you, you've we've seen a bit of it, haven't we? And yeah. And you can sort of discuss how what you thought of it. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't finish it. I just didn't. I don't know. Yeah. I just obviously lost interest. Yeah. I think um, it was too removed from the uh, the source material, I think, to some extent. I thought it was alright. Yeah. I quite enjoyed it. I'd, I'd also... I'd figured out who the like the like mystery character was that fell from space. I'd yeah. figured out who that was instantly. Yeah, um, that was a Which bit. kind of ruined that whole mystery for me. Yeah. And, um... I didn't love the main character. No. Um, I don't hate her, but yeah, I so we, we, I think we'll sort of come back to the sort of rings of power as well a little yeah. bit throughout this. But yeah, we're going to sort of discuss like the Hobbit, the Hobbit Part Two, Electric Boogaloo, and the Hobbit Part Three. You know why? <laughs> uh, yes. And Lord of the Rings, I suppose. Yeah. We, this isn't, this isn't going to be like two hour episode because otherwise I'm sure you'd all turn off by that point. But I mean, if they sat through the Lord of the Rings, they probably would. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, yeah, so Hobbit. Hobbit, Hobbit, Hobbit. I don't know where to start with this because it's such a broad topic. So, The Hobbit, the the first film, and well, in, the archetypal Hobbit is played by archetypal is that the word or whatever you want to call it. Bilbo. <laughs> yeah, Bilbo is played by um, Martin Freeman. Freeman, that's the word. Yeah, he's I was going to say Martin Ford. I'm like, that's not a person. He's very, very good in the role. He is very good in the role. Um, uh, you've also got Richard Armitage playing the dwarf king. Yep. He is also very good in the role and yeah. does a really good job of looking broody while being yeah. like short. <laughs> angsty. Yes, angsty, that's the word. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um you've also got um J- like sort of a load of other different quite well known actors, such as James Nesbitt, I think Dominic Monaghan is also in this as well and I'm not very good at names, sorry. Oh god. Um there's a there's a He's really well known. You ever seen Being Human? Yeah. Yeah, the Aiden. vampire. Aiden, that's it. Aiden, Aiden something. Not Aiden Gillen, that's um, the guy from Game of Thrones. Uh, I don't know. I'm not very yeah. good at names. But yeah, anyway, the uh, the vampire from Being Being Human. Returns. Returns. And he's... As a non-vampiric hobbit. As a non-vampiric hobbit. No, he's not a hobbit, he's a dwarf. Yeah, as a dwarf. <laughs> um, yeah. And actually, I think they had a really good cast. It was well cast, Because the yeah. actors actually, while they could have just chomped the scenery, because they're all... Wet, you know, established actors. Yeah. Actually, I think did really well to play their roles, like, without, you know, just devouring the scenery and, yeah. like, sucking all of the, like, you know, the vision onto them. Yeah. 
I also think they did a good job of making all of the dwarves have individual personalities. Yes, be sort of individually which I thought was really good. Um, which is quite and obviously, you know, return of Ian McKellen. Yeah. As Gandalf, and because Gandalf's just amazing, and yeah, Sir Ian McKellen is just an incredible actor anyway. Like this is all true. Yes. You know, like the guy doesn't need any. You know, we we're bigging him up just because he actually is. He doesn't really need anything he just to do it though. <laughs> no, and I don't think he cares. No, I, I don't definitely think he cares. Think he cares. Opinion. No, but if he does, we like you, Ian. Mm. I would great. I would say he doesn't care about anyone's opinion, but otherwise, you know, he wouldn't have gotten anywhere if he didn't care about anyone's opinion. Mm, possibly. I don't know. I don't know a lot about his life. No, but um, I mean, but like acting, you know, being, being like an actor in general, you know, yeah. like you need to kind of have a good opinion. Like people need to have a good opinion of you. Maybe he doesn't care about that. Maybe they maybe. just have a good opinion of him, and they maybe, he's maybe that's true. But he doesn't care. Fair, he always seems like a really nice guy in like interviews and stuff. Like he that. does seem nice. Yeah. But yeah. So obviously, in the in the in the first one, I think it's called an unexpected journey or something. Yeah. Isn't it? Um, <laughs> it's been a while since I've watched these. To be fair, <laughs> not that long. We watched it a few months ago. Yeah. Well, I watched it. Yeah. You played on your phone. I did. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a bit of a role reversal, isn't it? Actually, like yeah. most of the films we've done normally are like uh, sort of uh, like we're bo- either both into. Or films and TV shows. We're both into, or I'm sort of into, and then I'm having to sort of describe them to you. But uh, this one, you're sort of, I would argue you're more into than I am. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah. the first one is, yeah, An Unexpected Journey. So it follows Bilbo as he's living his life in the, in the Shire. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Chilling, you know. Generally hobbiting. Hobbiting around. Being a normal, <laughs> traditional hobbit. Yeah. Until one night he is... I would say quite rudely, actually, in this film. Yeah, <laughs> compared to, like, rude. compared to, um, you know, the way he, um, he is, like, Gandalf was in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. He's pretty, pretty rude in this one. Yeah, he kind of, like, kicks down the door and he's like, no, no, we're holding it here. You're, you're, you it's know. happening. Yeah. Deal with it. <laughs> yeah. He is quite rude, actually. Like, it's just comparative to, like, his, his sort of, like, demeanour and, like. Maybe that's just age. Yeah. Because, it's really quite. Old, so. Yeah, but it's quite a long. It's like, isn't it, like, a hundred years? Yeah, something like that. Like, between. Like the first, yeah. Roughly, yeah. I like the fact also as well that they they brought back the actor who played Bilbo in Lord of the Rings yes. initially, no, and they brought back um, Elijah Wood to play um, yeah. Frodo, which I thought yeah. was really fun as yeah. well. But yeah, um, fun fact: uh, the actor who originally played Bilbo, whose name I've forgotten, yeah, uh, he was very elderly. Yeah, he was. So wasn't they he? specifically set up an entire studio to be able to film for him oh, in London because so cool. he um, wasn't able to go to New Zealand. Yeah. Um, really clever yeah. Yeah. yeah obviously uh, if you didn't know Chloe has quite a lot of knowledge about this and about like only about hobbits though. about hobbits because <laughs> she has worked at Hobbiton in New Zealand yeah yeah so if you ever went there what between I don't know when to be honest <laughs> yeah, when did you work there? I don't know it was a while ago guys was it 2019 really what 2017 I don't know anyway yeah if you ever went there in the past maybe between like I don't know 2013 and 2000 no not 2013 you've still been in like college I think no I left college in 2013 oh okay there you go Uh, but yeah at some point you may have seen her (laughs) at some point in time Chloe was yeah Chloe doesn't remember exactly when that was (laughs) had a busy life got a lot going on (laughs) I can't remember dates. <laughs> what a date. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, I like dates to fruit, though. Well, yeah. the drive fruit. Yeah. yeah, I remember those. Yeah, I remember those. <laughs> <laughs> Chloe has no object permanency, though. When I leave the room, she uh, she doesn't know where I've gone. <laughs> but I know where my dates are. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah. When... So, obviously, yeah, the first film, as we said, you know, 
like Frodo. Uh, no, sorry. Yeah, Frodo and Bilbo are basically Bilbo is telling Frodo the story of how he went on yeah. an unexpected journey, and then Bilbo, his younger self, yeah, played by Martin Freeman, is rudely interrupted by Gandalf and by several dwarfs. Yes, indeed, the party. Yeah, I actually really enjoyed the party. I thought it was a really good scene. Mm-hmm. Like it was very fun and yeah, yeah. Um, and then they, yeah, they they sort of they tried to convince him to come along with them, but to be honest, I wouldn't come along with these people the way they interrupted my my house. I probably would have, but that's because I get bored easily. <laughs> I don't know if someone broke into your house effectively. Well, they they didn't. To be fair, Gandalf invited them. No, but yeah, it was someone broke into my house first. And then invited several other people round. Well, no, Gandalf then... didn't break in to begin with. Well, he kind of did. He kind no, of he like... came and had a chat with Bilbo, and Bilbo was like, "Go away!" And then he invited the people round. Yeah, but that's—I think—that's effectively, you know, maybe not like uh, if you refuse to leave, I would argue that you're trespassing on someone's house. Yeah, you could be right. But like, still, if someone trespassed saying... in my house and then invited someone, several other people round, had a feast, and then tried to convince me to go on an adventure with them, I wouldn't be going. And I don't, I don't think, think you would be like going that. either, honestly. If I that love happened, adventures. yeah, but I don't think that's how that would. <laughs> the the equivalent would be if someone tried to convince you to go steal from a crime lord. I, I don't think you would actually do. I that. love adventures. Yeah, but that's not an adventure you might come back from. <laughs> but I'd see a dragon, which is all I want from life, really. I, I, I in reality, I don't think you'd be doing it. As anyway, much as whether or not I would is irrelevant because Bilbo does. But yeah, so Bilbo initially refuses though, doesn't he? And mm. then he agrees, and he's like, "Yeah, okay, I'm coming because actually I want some adventure in my life." Because yeah. he 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 has that realization that life in the Shire is boring. Yeah, which basically the same realization that Frodo has in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, which is really funny actually, and I, I kind of think they they maybe took a bit too much cues from that film. Yeah. So what I think is worth saying at this point is that. Obviously, for those of you that have read it, The Hobbit is quite a short children's book. Yes, it's, yeah. um, it's considerably shorter than The Lord of the Rings. The Hobbit films are three three-hour-long films. Yeah. So they take quite a lot of license oh, with the source material. They quite a lot. They should have just done yeah. maybe two films um, at best. Exactly. So there are certainly things in, in the films that are not in the books. Yeah, I don't really understand why they decided that Oh, we've done three films for the Lord of the Rings. That's we have to do three films for the Hobbit. I assume it was that kind of like, and there's a bit of a thing about trilogies, isn't there? You know, yeah, like Star Wars. I suppose, and yeah. Lord of the Rings. It did just make it I a bit. Think of another trilogy. Weird, and at times in throughout the series, not maybe the first film. The first one was yeah, actually the first pretty film good. Was pretty good, yeah. Um, it felt a little bit like they were stretching it. I kind of feel like the second film was just entirely mm. them scratching Like, it. if it was a bit of fabric, you could see the seams, like, struggling to hold you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for, you know, for a metaphor. Yeah. I, it was getting to a point where, like, you're like, why do you need to have this film here? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, the first film was really well done. I always feel like, actually, the first film was sort of like, oh, it's going to be two. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh, no, 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 we need to have a, th- we need yeah, a we third film. have a third film. <laughs> let's, let's add in white orcs and yeah and random castles and yeah like an entire town full of people with emotional journeys yeah like the i think like what they did in the actual films mm. were actually pretty good yeah but the films themselves like if they had been 
um, like taken off, you know, hobbits and, um, you know, maybe made it like a D and D film. Like mm. it probably would have still worked. Yeah. Which is not what you really want from a film that's meant to be centered on that world. Yeah, I know what you mean. It kind of felt a bit like we're just putting in whatever fantasy creatures and yeah. people we can come up with. Yeah, yeah, I see. What you mean it's kind of like a D and D, like a slightly generically constructed D and D campaign. Yeah, a bit like actually, like we previously discussed on the show um, Wednesday. Yes, exactly. Like you could have put any any kind of fantasy like thing. archetype or whatever yeah. on there and it would have worked yeah which yeah, I think you're right. is not really how it should be like you couldn't have done lord of the rings without it being lord of the rings no like because the rings are kind of the key yeah and they don't here. really that's not really a thing in other like and i think also you don't really have that close relationship like you do with the characters yeah which doesn't really exist in this um not in the same way because i with some of them yeah but I think because um, this isn't this is like a criticism more on the films than the actual books. Cause the books are great. Um, it would almost work better maybe if you'd had two hobbits going in the films. I know you couldn't because they were trying to stick to the source material, but yeah. it would have made a bit more sense because you'd have had that bond like you do with Sam and Frodo in the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, that made the film so good. Yeah, the kind of emotional connection. Like, because you sort of just had this guy winging it, and it was funny. I thought it was actually quite funny. Yeah, it was, it was funny. funnier it was, than Lord of the it Rings. It was funny in points without being like the comedy takes over the seriousness of. Oh the yeah, films. yeah. Thank, thank so God. So I think that that was quite. That well is done. always that's quite well balanced. Oh, that's quite jarring when that happens. Mm. Like you know, your comedy should supplement your film, exactly. unless it's a comedy film, and then that's a bit. Different. I mean, Martin Freeman was great as ever. Yeah. He's just a very good actor. He he's quite an understated actor, actually. He is, yeah. He's actually he's slowly having like a bit of a renaissance. He, a of, he is having a renaissance, <laughs> but not in like a in a very what I call like a typical Martin Freeman way. Like he's not like really loud and brash. No, he's no. Just suddenly, it's, everywhere. it's not a reconnaissance. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's just like you know he's doing solid like he's work, getting recognition for being really good. Yeah, and I've liked him forever. I liked him in Hitchhiker's um, Guide. Hitchhiker's Guide, yeah. yeah. And Sherlock. Yes, he's very good. And even Sherlock. before that, I can't remember what he was in, but I was pretty sure I liked him in something before that. I'm really looking forward to the day actually that um, Benedict Cumberbatch. This is a bit of a Marvel side shot. Um, yeah. yeah, the, the day Benedict Cumberbatch is Doctor Strange and Martin Freeman is his character in um, the Black Panther Whoa. series. Meet on the and big screen. Murder. Oh my god, that would be, be hilarious. Amazing. Actually, that would be a really fun way of doing it. Actually, yeah, it would be. Yeah, they won't do that because no. Marvel aren't like. Oh no, that would be. They might hint to something like that. Yeah. Be like, oh, I've met you before or something. Yeah. Like, because, I don't know, um, Doctor Strange was, like, the doctor that he went to when he, I don't know, um, was investigating crime. Yeah. Like, that, that, like, they might do, like, a head nod to, like, Sherlock. I don't think they will. But I think if you do any more than that, it would be ridiculous. I would love it if they did, but (laughs) I don't think they're gonna. Just Doctor Strange and Martin Freeman's character in... Like Black Panther, go on a series of adventures. <laughs> God, it'd be amazing. It'd be terrible, but it'd be it'd be, it'd be funny I'd though. Love it. Oh, anyway, back to back to the Hobbit. So Benedict Cumberbatch is obviously also in the Hobbit. He is, and he is very good. At He's it, great. Yeah. He, oh, his character, his character choose scenery like no other. Oh yeah. Like, but it, it works for that. character. Oh, it really works for that character. Um. So. So yeah, we're on to the. I think we're sort of. We've sort of done the first film. First film, yeah. So obviously, there, there are, there's a big battle at the end. 
And I don't think there is a sir. Well, so it's not a massive it's when, battle. It's the dragon like comes out and burns the town. Yeah, but what I meant is, um, no, the first film. That's, that's not what doesn't happen. That's the second film. Is it? I have no memory <laughs> yeah. of the films. Because um, I see he's flying towards the town in the second, the end of the second film. This is what I mean. You could have had it be two films because yeah, the second film kind of doesn't really. Yeah. What happens at the end of the first film then? Um, they get rescued by birds. Oh yes, they were fighting the orcs. Yeah, they're yeah, fighting sorry, the the big the, white orc. The white orc. And... Yeah, you're right. And then they're hanging off the tree. Yeah. And then they get rescued by birds. Yeah. Which is the worst thing in the. That's the biggest weakness in the entirety of the films and the books, is getting rescued by birds. Yeah. Because if you can get rescued by birds, why did you not just fly them to Mount Doom in the first place? I did actually. I saw on Facebook um, a really good explanation for that. And okay. I now can't remember what it was. They, they were out of commission. They were in, they were in the shop having their OT done. <laughs> no, it was a good explanation, but I okay. can't remember what the explanation was. But I felt they adequately explained why they didn't. Okay, fair enough. Kind of yeah, thing. yeah. Um, but okay. yeah, I do see what you mean. Yeah, it just it's, and it kind of breaks the storyline completely. More so in The Hobbit, I like, think. Like... It'd be the equivalent of like you know, um, in a Marvel or a, actually DC would probably be better yeah. for this. DC, um, one of your characters goes on an epic journey, mm. but just they're about to leave. Superman says, "Oh, I can take you there. I'll fly you there." And the film ends, yeah, <laughs> or the comic book ends, <laughs> like because there was a comic book series where Superman basically went, walked across America and like was helping. Yes, I know, <laughs> and was helping. I didn't even have to say anything. <laughs> Like little people, oh, not little, that sounds really weird. But like, um, like Children. common, no, like common folks. Sorry, is what I meant to say. Um, like solve their problems. Like you know, like just like the like you know, instead of like solving massive, yeah, like world-ending problems, he was just He's solving just like, like I'll fix your door. For yeah, you. yeah, literally. And it was just like it's very much along those sort of lines. You know, yeah. like why are you doing this? Why wouldn't you just fly? Yeah, yeah, I know. Anyway, so film anyway. two. I was incorrect about what film, how film one ended, <laughs> but film two is, I think, the one where they float around with the elves and yeah. then they go to the town. Yeah. Um, yeah, they try to ask for the help. The scene in the town. that I enjoyed in the elves, I enjoyed the bit where they go down the river in the barrels. I thought that was like a really fun. That is quite fun, actually. That um, scene. Kind of thing. It's quite funny. Yeah. It's just like it's just a bit ridiculous. Yeah. But it is quite good, and actually, it it, it does showcase how competent the dwarves are. Yeah. Without their weapons, yeah, exactly. Because at that point they're disarmed and they're you know they're not in like armor or anything. Yeah. Because you're always shown in every sort of Lord of the Rings, Hobbit, whatever film mm. series, the, the dwarves are really really competent like fighters. Yeah. Like they're really you know in, in like a, any sort of battle scenario you yeah. want a dwarf on your side because they're just tops. Like same in D and D. It's same in D and D. Um. <laughs> But yeah, like it's quite nice to see them being competent in, like, not a fighting scenario. Yeah, no, I agree. They're just like generally competent, but they're not. They're not competent. They're not like super competent. Like they do make mistakes, which I quite liked. Yes. Like yeah, they're not like super they're not the human. they're not the elves. No, because exactly. elves are just they're they're a little bit of a MacGuffin, if if you know what that trope means. Um... Where they, which I don't, and you say it all the time. Yeah. Or no, 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 not MacGuffin. Sorry, a Mary Sue. I don't know what that. Or they have plot armor, basically. Uh, you know, they're able to do everything. Like yeah. Even though it's a bit, like they're always too perfect in in the like yeah. in all the shows. You see it a little bit with like Legolas actually in like some of it. Like he never falls over. 
I read something on Facebook literally like yesterday that was like the literal only line in the entire Lord of the Rings that Legolas says to Frodo is and my bow. <laughs> literally that is the only <laughs> sentence he says to Frodo really? and that includes all the extended versions and everything. They never speak. Do they hate each other? No, it's it's the bit where um it's the bit is I he, don't know is if you he remember like, it. Is he hobbitist? I think he is hobbitist. <laughs> no, it's the bit where it's the bit where I think Gimli's like, You have my axe and then he's like and oh, my bow and that's the only line he ever says to him. Oh. I suppose it's because obviously he goes off quite early in the Lord of the Rings series, doesn't he? Yeah. Like he's like, I'm going to my elves to sort out yeah. our shit, sort of thing, and like I'll continue the journey from them, sort of thing. Legolas doesn't. I thought he splits off pretty early. No, he's with them the whole way. You know, because they separate, don't they? At the um... Frodo. Buggers off. That's what. Uh, that's, that's what I meant. Sorry, like yeah. you know. But yeah, like, I think that's too why. dangerous for all of you. My, me and my completely unqualified gardener yes. will make this trip on our own. Yes. Who was only here because he got shanghaied by um, yeah, exactly, he was Gandalf. Listening in. <laughs> but anyway, back back to the um, whatever the second Hobbit film's called. It's cause they've all got these like weird... Like... I suddenly wanted to call it No Way Home, but that's not what it's called. Um, <laughs> to be fair, I feel like that's the last film. Because the they leave so and never, aren't ever able to return. Yeah, it's, it's an unexpected journey. Yep. There's something of Smaug. Oh, is it and Desolation of Smaug? Is that the second one or the third one? I think... It's... I think that might be the second one. I think that's, that's the, the second one. one. Yeah, and then what's the third one called? Is it the Battle of the, the Five Armies? I think it's the Battle that of the Five Armies. Yeah, that sounds right. Okay, so mm. the second one we think is the Desolation of Smaug. What is Desolation, by the way? Destruction. Because <laughs> why not just call it Destruction? Because that's not as catchy. And also, it sounds like Smaug's having something done to him. It's <laughs> <laughs> really unpleasant. The alteration on Smaug. <laughs> <laughs> like when you say the desolation of Smaug, it sounds like Smaug's been like I don't know, like had something very unpleasant done to him. You know, Smaug's been desolated. Quick, call a doctor. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, I think Smaug desolates the town. Then why not just say that then? Yeah, like you know, Smaug, de- <laughs> the Hobbit too. Smaug desolates the town. <laughs> And he doesn't actually do that till the end of the film. He doesn't even do it in the end of the film. Actually, he does it like in the third film. What desolates? Yeah. Which is why I find it quite funny because actually doesn't he do it at the end of the second one? No, he doesn't actually start it. it like he doesn't begin his desolation. No, which is why I find really funny the okay. entire film. But anyway, so in the desolation of Smaug, actually, it kind of works actually because the, the team finally make it. Martin to the Lonely Freeman's Mountain. just messing with him. Yeah. So actually, yeah, maybe that's what it is. He's the embarrassment of Smaug is another way of putting it. No. Um, so yeah, so the team yeah. finally make it to the Lonely Mountain. They make it to the Lonely Mountain, and um, Bilbo yep. steals the. Orb the of jewel, Doris? yeah, whatever it is, whatever they say they yeah. came for, which they needed because it shows that um the, he's, he's the true king. king, yeah, yeah, exactly. So he steals that, but it also it's like cursed, isn't it, or something? Is it? Is it, it drives him mad, or yeah, something. yeah, like, with greed, yeah, or something. Like and that's that. why, obviously, the there's like the dragon was attracted to it because he had a massive horde. Yeah, also, like I like the fact that they um, effectively imply that dragons have like a sensor to like giant gold like sensor. gold gold supplies. Well, they do. That's um no from Lord of the Rings. That's um oh is that a thing? What's it called when something's like part of the original storyline? Oh, um, um, canon. Yeah, thank you. Oh, is yeah. it really? Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So 
they uh, like <laughs> there's a lot of like weird fun bits where they they are like sliding around on CGI piles of gold. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, as like the dragon Smaug sort of awakes, and eventually, for no real logical reason, Smaug wakes up, flies away, and sets fire to the neighboring town. I think he just gets pissed. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> he's like, like I'm annoyed. Fuck you all. Yeah, maybe, basically. Maybe he assumes that um, I think they I think came they, from the neighboring town. I think which, to be fair, they did. Bilbo may actually even say. Uh, yeah, maybe. Are they come from the town? He's like, all right, well, you know, fuck yous, I'm going to go destroy the town. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and just flies off into the distance to go destroy the town. Yeah. Um, that's, I think that's the most swearing we've done in these episodes. Oh, by far. Yeah, normally we uh, we only have like a couple we of We try stuff. and keep it quite clean. Yeah, like... not We don't try that hard, but we do attempt Yeah. Um, um, so anyway, so then the Battle of the However Many Armies. <laughs> the Battle of Many Armies. That's what they should have called it. The Battle of, the the battle many, of yeah. However Many Armies Arrive. So who are the five armies then? So it's the Orc army. It's the Orc army. Or the Necromancer's army, I suppose, technically. Um, oh yeah, that's another part of the second one, isn't it, actually, as well. The, the Necromancer yeah. uh, screws with Gandalf. But which... that's not part of the book, so I just remember Oh that no, it's not, memory. is it? Yeah, um, I, oh, it's really annoying, but yeah, that's another part yeah. of it. So the, then we have the Orc army, the Dwarf army, yeah. the Elf army. Yeah. I suppose there's a Human army. Yeah. Who is the fifth army? I'm... Oh, is it the Dwarves? No, is I the... said Dwarves. Oh, did you? No, there's two Dwarf armies. One of them's Gimli's cousin, not Gimli's cousin. <laughs> it's Gimli's cousin. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. Um yeah. But there's two, isn't there? Because there's like the, the first army mm. who were trying to stop them from getting into um the uh, taking the gold, I think. Because I think effectively they're like they're trying to stop them from looting. Because obviously um Oh, it's the party one of the armies. Yeah, I think possibly so part the party's army one. And then we have necromancers, yeah. dwarves, elves, yeah. and humans. Okay, fine. Yeah, I think. Because obviously then the second dwarf army arrives to back them up a little while afterwards. Yeah. And he's riding like a pig. Yeah, he is, which was happy, amazing. Because I love pigs. It was very funny. Like, it, yeah, it got a bit confusing at this point. Because it was like, what is happening here? Yeah, as you can tell, I don't think we really followed The Hobbit particularly well. Like, the first and the second one are kind of, like, made sense. Also, Smaug dies really fast in the se- in the third film. <laughs> yeah. Like, he burns down the village, but, like, and then in the first, like, I think it's the first, like, maybe ten minutes, he's yeah, dead. That guy shoots him. Yeah. That. Like, the, it would have maybe made better sense if they'd maybe had him destroy the village at the end of the second film. Mm. And then you'd had the whole of the third film... So I will say, much like, like Lord of the Rings, this third film is basically a protracted battle scene. It is, yeah. There's a lot of battle because, mm. like, they um, obviously Durin loses his mind, doesn't he? I think basically because yeah. he's like, ah, all the gold, mine. He's like, don't <laughs> let them. Oh, I remember what happens. The humans try, try and come to the dwarf mountain because Smaug is burning down. Yeah, that's it. So they're trying to get in for safety. Yes. He thinks that they're going to steal the gold. Yeah, because he's gone mad. So he's like, yeah. no, don't let them in. Also, by the way, it's a really, really, like, character turn, by the way. It really is. Because he's always shown as, like, being quite stoic and humble and, like, just a good guy. Yeah. Like, he's a bit of a, bit of, like, an ass, I suppose. But, like, yeah. he's always seen as being a good guy. But then I think they say it's, like, it's kind of like the curse, isn't it? Because it also um, affected, like, his father. Yeah, like, the... Or his grandfather. But it's very sudden. It Whereas, very like, sudden. They, they describe it as, like, I think, well, they, don't, they sort of go over it. About the like way it affected, gradual... yeah, the way it affected like his dad as like a gradual building, and that's yeah. how he accumulated all the hoard is because it's a gradual, yeah, like corruption, like, like hoarding wealth basically. Yeah, so, so it doesn't really 
gel with the character to have him suddenly go insane with gold madness. But to be fair, I feel like there may be what actually happens in The Hobbit. I can't remember. <sighs> That's a little bit... It's been a long time since I read The Hobbit. Slightly weak part of the like film and possibly yeah. book, then, if that's true. Because it's a little bit forced. Yeah, I feel like... it. Uh, what I think the issue is here in the film is that it's supposed to be a much longer time period yes. than it actually shows. Yeah, that's the issue. Also... He's not shown any greed at all. No. In, like, if you'd had him, like, be a bit greedy, like, yeah. for anything, like, even in, like, you know, a little points, he had, like, a bit of, um, like that, that incredibly terrifying scene they have in The Lord of the Rings, mm. where Bilbo, the old Bilbo, yeah. ha- is like, it's mine, the one ring, yeah. and his face changes. Yeah, exactly. Which is actually a really, it's a jump scare it in really what is. is meant to be, like, is it a kids? Is it a kids film? Lord of the Rings, not yeah. really. No, but it's it's kind of hard to really gauge what it's. Like, I'd audience. say it's like a family film. Yeah, like, but that's quite a like a jump scare in a family film. It's yeah. quite a weird. I mean, scene. you wouldn't let like a child watch it. I think. No. Like, a young child. No. But like, you know what I mean? Though that's quite a like. But at least it, it, it you know it has this scene of like oh you can see the corruption. Yeah, exactly. Like, but you've never really had this scene like that in. You've never really had the gold manners at all. Yeah, in any of the other like, films. Yeah, and he's just like, "Oh, I'm acting like a bellend." Um, my a dick. Like, what I think is no. part of the problem with that is that because they added all these extra things in, yeah, to make to make it to drag it out, yeah, they then effectively had put more time pressure on the characters yes. than there actually was in the book. Yeah, I think that's. I think so. You're then right. things like that had to be a bit rushed because they'd had to put extra, um, extra time. Um, pressure, yeah, on the characters by having like the white orc and the necromancer and stuff chasing them around. Yeah, I think you're right there actually. Um, so I did suddenly feel like they had to um, do. I put this. <laughs> they they try to stick too closely to the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, they're like, oh, we have to do everything the way the Lord of the Rings did it. They have to have yeah. a big long journey. They have to, you know, have a a dungeon or whatever you want to call it to like go into you know obviously the first one is um is it Guldor or whatever it's called you know where the, the, the dwarf mines yeah and then the mines of I want to say Philander but that's a deal <laughs> the mines of Philander the mines of Moria yeah there you go they had to do that <laughs> and then they and the, but in this one obviously they had like the the wolf kingdom yeah that was obviously um being inhabited by Smaug yeah and, it, and then they had to have a big battle at the end Oh my god, the Goblin King was really fun. Oh my god, yeah, yeah, that was probably one of the highlights of the entire yeah. films. The yeah, he had like a little musical number. That he made did, me happy. and just his like entire character is just yeah, hilarious. He was really good. I'd like to know who played him. Yeah, I I would like Should to know. I Google it quickly. Yeah, please do. Um, he was really good. Yeah. Um, um I can't remember what film that was in though. Um, I think it might be the first or second one. I think it's the second one. Cause I think it happens just after they escape the um, the elves, possibly. Yeah. Goblin King Hobbit. That sounds like the one. We want. <laughs> As opposed to Goblin King Labyrinth. Of course, we all know is David, David Bowie. Bowie. <laughs> Bow- Bowie. Bowie. I'm trying to find just like. Or as I've heard people pronounce it before, David Bowie. Bowie. <laughs> I, I thought it. Um, like I, I originally thought it was like Brian Blessed, because Brian Blessed plays everyone, and he's just he has the great, the just the greatest voice. 
think it is someone called Barry Humphreys. Oh, that's a yeah, kind is. of... Um, it's pretty cool, but it's still kind of a little bit... Um, <laughs> what does he look like? Uh, actor, writer, music department. It says he looks like... Oh, just, uh, just a guy, I He's suppose. been nominated for three BAFTAs. So but he's not someone I've ever heard of. See what he's known for. The Hobbit. <laughs> oh, he was in Finding Nemo. Oh, okay. He was Bruce. Oh. Nicholas Nickleby. Okay. Shock Treatment. Mm. Oh, isn't, that the, isn't Shock Treatment the, the second part of um, the uh, the Rocky Horror Picture Show? I don't know. Sort of. I don't think I've seen it if it is. I think it is. He, he seems to have been in quite a lot of stuff. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, he was very funny. Yeah. Actually, I think, yeah, that was probably one of the best, most fleshed out parts of the entire, like, film, actually, was the Goblin, or, like, the film, the series, yeah. was the Goblin King. He was quite, quite scene-stealing, I would say, actually. Yeah. In that. And, like, just the goblins themselves, like, they were quite well-developed, like, the way, you know, like, you couldn't really see... They had, like, like they seemed to have, like, a whole political structure yeah, and which I thought was quite clever going on. Um, which is nice, because I hate when bad guys are just, like, oh, yeah. there for the sake of it kind of thing. Because like, you had quite a lot of bad guys in this, actually. And actually, I have some sympathy for the goblins, because these people had just, like, invaded their home. <laughs> yeah, literally. And then went around killing them. Yeah, like, you effectively invaded a foreign kingdom, and then yeah. wondered why they got a little bit annoyed about you yeah, exactly. being there. And the goblin king was, like, reasonably polite to them to begin with, yeah. at least. I know he was, like, taking the piss, but he wasn't, like, he didn't, like, kill them on sight. No. Anything. He was sort of, like, just trying to figure out why they were there, and obviously, yeah. like, because they were wanted... Yeah, and obviously he he was aligned with the bad yeah, guys, so he knew that they were. You know that would happen if you if you fell into the hands of someone in any. Yeah, exactly. Like, situation. He, he didn't act unreasonably. No, like he and just. Then they went on a murder rampage. Yeah, which um, I get. You know, they were trying to kill them as well at one point. Yeah, but, but I feel it, like at the same time, it was kind of a bit like you did kill the king. It was a good scene though. <laughs> it I was enjoyed a good that, scene. that whole when they were fighting through the goblins. Yeah, I did as well. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Again, it showed how competent they were, mm. which. It's something that, you know, they were competent but not too competent. Yeah, and they didn't even notice that they'd lost Bilbo. Yeah, I thought that was really funny. <laughs> I actually really enjoyed um, Andy Serkis again, back as Gollum. Mm. He is just incredible, actually, as Gollum, to be yeah, fair. Yeah, he's really good. And I really, yeah, I think Gollum's actually, his scene stole a lot of the film. Yeah. Well, I also feel like, you know, obviously Gandalf's a character that's come back, but most of the characters, although some of them were you know, parents or ancestors of, yes. of Lord of the Rings characters. You know, really, Gandalf and Gollum are the only two... Well, and Legolas. Because Legolas is back, wasn't he? Oh, yeah, but he was annoying. Yeah. But I, I actually felt like it made sense. It made sense because he was annoying in Lord of the Rings as well. So. <laughs> well, that too. But also, I felt like, um, actually, if you... You could see his character development Yeah, because he's quite young and brash, isn't he? At, yeah. Like, it's a hundred years. Like, rude to the... Um, yeah the dwarves and, and whatnot. And actually, it makes sense why he's quite friendly to the dwarf, yeah. um, to Gimli in and also, Lord of the Rings. And also, there's that scene where um, Gloin shows him the picture of like his wife and son, yeah. and he's like, what's that? Is that a goblin? He's like, no, that's my son Gimli. <laughs> and then obviously, later on... Yeah. I felt like that was a little bit of... Um, a little bit annoying. It was quite funny, though. It was funny, but it was a little bit annoying, because obviously, like, we know that they're going to meet in the yeah. future. To then have him sort of like ragging on like his future friend is a bit of a weird yeah. scene. But then it's not unreasonable that if you if you did live a lot longer than a d- yeah. different species, you might meet the children. Oh no, I agree. Of, of people mm. that you'd met previously, so I think that works. You, you might know this. Are the elves actually immortal, or are they just really long lived? Uh, they're really well. They're really long lived. It, it goes it back. They talk really about this confusing. a lot in Rings of Power. Uh, okay. Um, they're not. So they kind of are and they're kind of not. Because they can give it up, can't they, effectively? Yeah, so the little necklace that, um, what's-her-name, gave to Aragorn 
was like her long life necklace. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, I, I find it funny that everyone's born with the necklace. <laughs> like you come out of the womb, like, got, got your long life necklace. It's a bit metaphorical. It's never really fully explained. No, but they're sort of immortal unless they're actually killed. Kind of thing. Yeah, which is it's um, it's the usual. Like, yeah, that's the usual film. And then if they are killed, they the idea is that they go back to the um the eternal lands or whatever. They call oh, them. I thought they just get up off the battlefield. Like with a sword yeah. sticking through them and walk back to the eternal lands. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't mind me. I'm just making the journey. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm it's a bit like playing paintball. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like you get hit by a paintball, you're out. Yeah, oh, back, back, to the, <laughs> white, cool land. back to the eternal land. Yeah. So I kind of feel like, like at the end of Lord of the Rings, when they all get on the boat and go to the eternal lands, that's kind of a dying metaphor. Oh, uh, really. okay. Yeah, because obviously, like, um, Bilbo and Frodo are. Uh, they're, they're sort of immortal. Yeah. In fact, all, most of the characters Hobbits in this... live about 100 years. Most of the characters in this, actually, are sort of immortal, aren't they? They're just longer-lived. Like, even... So humans live the same length. Yeah, but, like, but Aragorn, there's not like, very many humans. No, because all the characters we see are all, like, yeah. very long-lived characters. But you characters. kind of have to, If you assume that humans live a normal human lifespan, yeah. hobbits live slightly longer than humans, dwarves live about the same, mm. and then elves live considerably longer. Yeah. Which is not unreasonable. If there were different species of humanoid, mm. you could assume that some of them would live longer than others. Yes. Yeah, that's true, actually. So mm. it's not unreasonable. And then, obviously, the wizards just seem to... Forever. I love how like the wizards are just a different class. Yeah, they're like a different, li- like literally just a different group of people who yeah. look human but are not human. I suspect if we'd have watched Rings of Power all the way to the end, we would have found out more about the wizards, but we didn't. So we didn't. My frustration was actually with um was like because I know some of Gandalf's history. Yeah, because Gandalf is effectively a fallen angel. Yeah, or like not a fall- like you know he's an angel who's come down to earth. Yeah, and he forgot basically who he was. Yeah, um, but like, is that so? Are all the wizards that? I assume so. That's what always like sort of confused yeah. me. It's like because all the wizards are equally long lived. Yeah, and they all have similar powers. Yeah. Um. So I would assume so, but I don't really know. I'm not that no. great on like um, the law. Yeah. Because I'm kind of like quite happy just to enjoy yeah. the films and the books as they are. Mm. And I did try to read some of the other books at one point, but they were very, very dry. Oh, what the uh, Ballad of Tom Bombadil or whatever it's called. Not and... that one. Um, there's a few, yeah. there's a few like sort of extra books. That yeah, like they sort of abandon all premise of like yeah. actually being readable. <laughs> but I mean, Lord of the Rings is quite dry to read. Yeah, and you have to skip over a lot of poetry. Yeah. Um. So I feel like. But they they do a quite a good job of like having the poetry being like a separate bit. Yeah. Like so, it doesn't interrupt the books as much. Yeah. Whereas the other books, they're like, nah, you can have it all. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um. But yeah, so I think yeah. we've fully and comprehensively, in detail, covered forgotten about <laughs> Hobbit. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I actually really like it. I really, I really like the um, the character. I said, I, as I previously said, the actors. I really like the animation, and actually, like yeah. the world building is very rich and it's very colourful and it, like you know, yes. it feels lived in. Yeah, exactly. Like I really enjoyed that. I really like the fact that a lot of it's um, some of it's practical. What do you mean? Like uh, Hobbiton being a real place. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, the Shire sort of being a real yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. I, I really enjoy that. I think that's mm. really fun. Yeah. Because, you know, you don't have that in many films nowadays. Nowadays, they just do it on a green screen with, yeah, like, you don't have the a constructed yeah. green screen. You have, like, the Mandalorian, like, circular green screen kind of thing. I will, which is I will really admit. interesting the gr- how they did yeah, that. Yeah, um, that is fantastic. Different. But, yeah, like, I think 
to be fair to the Mandalorian, actually, I think they don't use green screen at props. No, no, no. I think they just no, use background, backgrounds. Which, obviously, because you're supposed to be on a different planet, it's quite hard yeah. to create those backgrounds. But also, because, obviously, we're going a bit out, we're completely out of this now, but, um, yeah, the technology in the Mandalorian, obviously, has progressed to a point now where they can use the green screen to roll forwards. Yeah. To give the impression of them walking forwards. As moving, yeah. Which I think is really impressive. Yeah. Like, it it's really cool. And I'm wearing my Grogu socks today. You are wearing your Grogu socks today. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. Um, am I drinking out of my Grogu mug? No, I'm not. No. I'm drinking out of my I Love Rome mug today. Yeah, you've betrayed the Grogu mug. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Grogu mug. <laughs> but yeah, I, I really liked the um the Hobbit series for the effects and, as I said, like, the acting. Yeah. But I do feel like the storyline maybe suffered a little bit. Yeah, which is because, obviously, they've tried to bulk it out to make it three films. Yeah, and which... Just, I mean, the, the Hobbit is not a thick book. No. You know, it's you, a as I said, book. you could have gotten away with two probably long films. Yeah. Like, a little bit longer than they I probably were. I can see were. why they did the three, because obviously they were going for that, like, trilogy, Lord of the yeah. kind of a thing, but yeah, I probably would have... Do you remember that? There was that time, wasn't there, where, like, trilogies were just Everything a, was a big trilogy. thing. But I can't think of any trilogies other than the Lord of the Rings and Star Wars, but I'm sure there are more. Can you think of any? I always think of, like, St- Star Wars. I said Star Wars. Oh, did you? Oh, sorry. Uh, Star Trek. I think that was a trilogy. Wasn't that a TV show? No, the films. I think the film show, isn't there it? Is No, there's three. There's got to be three. I don't know. Yeah, because there's the one with um, Benedict Cumberbatch as the villain. I've seen that one. And then there's another one that's got... I, think, I think it's got Idris Elba, possibly, as the villain. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah. Maybe we should watch yeah. that. Yeah. Um, I can't think of any other trilogies, though. Yeah, because I think they were going to make a fourth one, and they were like, actually, nah, we won't. <laughs> well, no, we might do. The first one was really good, and then the other Yeah, one, the, the first one was really was good. Really the second one was okay, mm. but it didn't really make sense. Yeah. And then the third film that. was just fine. I haven't seen it, so I can't Yeah. But yeah. I'm sure there are more trilogies, but we can't think of any. No. If you can think of any, let us know. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know how you can do it, but do it. Yeah, well, I don't know. Have we, got, have we made anything for the show? No, we don't have any uh, socials yeah. for Okay, yeah, we, we are... Um... We're socialless. <laughs> We're socialless on Chloe vs. Hollywood. Um, you can <laughs> message us on This Is What We Know slash the podcast, yeah. uh, which is a Facebook group. Yeah. Um, so you can leave a message on there and just start it with Chloe vs. Hollywood and yeah. we'll get that. Uh, yeah. Feel free to abuse us on that. No, please don't, because I don't want to have to go through and delete mean comments that hurt my feelings. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, listen to our other podcasts. This is what we know. Yep. Um, Some uh, shameless plugging there. I love it. Well, we were talking about the... the we were talking about it. Yeah, no, it's fair. All right, guys. I've right. been James. I've been Chloe. And you've been listening to Chloe vs. Hollywood. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.